Melrosians the world over. I am Tom Catalini. I'm Sam Hammer. I am Tom Shampoo. And I'm Jen LeClaire. And this is Let's Talk Melrose Melrose. It's a show where Melrosians talk to Melrosians about Melrose. As always, there's lots to talk about, including our special guest, Julie Nolan. Oh my goodness. This is going to be exciting. Yep. She's got something to say and we always love to hear it. So that's right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so, uh, so a lot of people had something to say, I think, as we've been picking up on the pulse uh, to the news segment, but what's going on in town. But people also last week had something to sing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Look at us. That right. How much fun was that? So last uh, Thursday night, we uh, we all of us ended up at the um, Knights of Columbus. Open ended up. Night, it was so it was weird. A, it was a blast. <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> Coincidentally. <laughs> That's a Columbus. That's a great spot, a great fun time for music. It did feel a little bit like a private room, which is open to the yeah. public, which is kind of nice. So um, get to go have a drink if you want and sit and listen to good music and have a couple of laughs. Open, it's just open, a great open mic night. Open super, mic. super, super supportive environment. Um, really fun to be able to hang out with your friends and neighbors and listen to them um, play and, and sing and collaborate. It's really, really great. Really great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. I thought, had, I thought, oh, sorry, go ahead, Sam. No, I was going to say, like, one one group went, then another group went, and then the groups kind of merged together, and it was it was nice. It was just a few folks, and people were just, like, <laughs> just doing whatever came to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where's that photograph? <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was great that um, uh, uh, we've all been there, but I don't know. That might have been one of the first times we're all there together, other than the comedy night we went to. Mm -hmm. We're all there simultaneously. So we grabbed the photo. I put it up on the Facebook, and we got some dialogue going. So I was happy to spread the word on our own page. We got a couple other people had some questions and wanted to learn more about it. Yeah. So it's kind of the best kept secret in Melrose right now. Uh, yeah. But it's a lot of fun. Every Thursday night, any local musician or singer can go sign up, perform three songs. Very supportive environment, as you said, Jen, and a lot of fun. Sometimes if there's a little extra time, there's just a mixing and matching of musicians. A, a band will fire up on the spot and just play and have fun. So it's a lot yeah. of fun. Nice. It was really good. Yep. Yeah. How about anybody else do anything over the weekend that's worthy of note? Uh, I went to New York City. You were in, in northern New Jersey and Amherst, Massachusetts. Oh, oh my gosh, Tom, Tomcat, we have to compare notes after because uh, I was in New York too and I was quiet about it, but I didn't realize that you were oh, there. Too. We'll talk about that afterwards. We should, All we right. should, we should get in. We should compare get into, notes. We should get right into the news. There's a lot. Right. To yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot to cover, happening yeah. in town. All right, let's do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, so all right. News happening right now as we Breaking. speak. Yes, yeah. as we speak. And uh, please enjoy my hat here because it was very cold outside, um, standing out for our teachers yet again and before the school committee meeting. Um, and it's, it's very cold. 
So um, there was another rally out before school committee meeting around 6.30, and then the whoever could go inside went inside. Um, teachers were there. Um, students were there. Parents were there. Um, and so where we are now, we are after 194 days of no contract, the school committee negotiation negotiators and our teachers union negotiators are at an impasse. School committees filed a request to go to outside mediation. Um, one thing that I heard during public comment um, was that the the teachers union the teachers were asking the school committee to come back to the table. They wanted them to come back to the table um, to keep negotiating with them, um, not not necessarily an outside mediator. But uh, the member the school the teachers union members had a meeting and took a vote of no confidence. Um, of our school committee and our mayor, and um, a statement was read as such at the public comment tonight. And um, after the statement, uh, you know, it's it, it's a big, it's a bold move. Um, it is, it, it's not buying, you know, there's no consequences necessarily, but it is a bold move, basically taking a vote of no confidence that right. teachers and some of the some of the folks who were in the room um, stood up and applauded and cheered. And I. Um, I was a little surprised at how how um, aghast I was at I just um, it was really hard. It was really hard yeah. to be there, um, and um, I'm, I was there in support of our teachers, but then also seeing our representative government and our neighbors who volunteer their time and our mayor mm -hmm. up there um, being on the other end of this. I just I I just held my breath. I had a hard yeah. time. With, with all of it. Um, it made me really sad. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it, it, I watched online uh, as much as I could. There were a couple of times and it went down just from a glitch. I'm sure it was maybe my internet. Uh, many thanks to MMTV and all the folks mm -hmm. over there for getting this up and running live to watch it like that. Uh, it did feel like, it, you know, consequential in some ways. Like, I'm not sure how long this impact is felt in the community. But it does feel like it's something that I think a lot of people are um, worried about for a long time. It's going to have impacts, and you know, parents and children always have an emotional connection that that many other things don't have, right? So I, I'm I feel I mean my kids are out of the uh, school system here in Melrose, but I do feel like um, it's going to be a, a, a real challenge, I guess, to see how this unfolds. And as you said, it's difficult to watch. Yeah, it was really hard to watch um, and be there. And, you know, there were some folks, Mary Sparks, who's on our show, and a few others, really, and uh, the, uh, the chair of the Disability Commission spoke to, on another topic, which is just as, if not more so important, and, on, and focusing on the next thing that we have to tackle together, which is our, our special needs services in our schools um, and the the lack of having enough resources for our staff, our teachers, our administrators, our students, our families. Um, so there, this is like the one hump that I, you know, you, the humans are all in the room who can solve this problem. We mm -hmm. need to move forward so we can actually tackle some issues that are even harder and more complicated together. Right. So the other right. layer and to of Tom, complexity. To Tom's point, yeah, we we have to, you know, we, we still have a, a, we have to hire a new superintendent. Yeah. Like there's a lot of right. things coming down the road that we have yeah. to be able to do effectively and, and move forward for our students. It's It's been, you know, already too long of like, 
um, you know, COVID learning loss and all this kind of stuff. Like we we have to get to a place where we can where we can move forward and find a way to support our teachers. Yeah, but somebody made one... somebody made that point of like this is you know the uh, all this going on unsettled makes it could make it more difficult to attract the best candidates, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, for the superintendent search. And then of course, I think we're all aware of the backdrop of the two million dollar you know, right. budget shortfall thing that's happened. So it's like, it's a rough time. I agree with you, Tom. I just dialed in a little bit myself. Um, uh, and uh, it did have a feeling that there's, you know, real emotions there. And it's not like it wasn't this like of the moment thing. We're angry because of something this week. I mean, it's been going on for a long time. So it does seem, it feels like a little bit of a boiling point. I think we're approaching 200 days without a contract, right? For the teachers. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, but the, the issues aren't necessarily new. We right. talked on the show yeah. even before COVID about right. these same things that were happening in our schools and our teachers not feeling that they had enough human resources in the building. Right. Um, but I forgot my point I was going to make, but it's going to be brilliant, I'm sure. As it, <laughs> well, the, one, the one you just made was brilliant. You're Thank right. You. These, these were these were oh. these were issues. These were these were issues that that we had before the things of the last two years kind of made it, you know, worse. And, and you know, yeah. So but I, the, the one thing I just wanted to reiterate again is the people who can solve this one problem that we're facing right now, we're in that room last tonight. They're right yeah. there. Yeah. And the fact that we can't get that to just the decision makers can't just make, get us there. It is, it is, it is hard to watch and it is really frustrating um, because there are other things we need to focus on. Well, I wonder if this, you know, we, I don't think we know a lot about this. We we're talking before the show, right. but I hope at least the move to mediation brings it to a conclusion in some kind of timely fashion. Quickly, I don't really know what that means, but you know, I, I only understand sort of the concept of like arbitration if there's not an agreement and rather than, you know, it's just a way to resolve and, and sort of almost delegate that decision to a third party. I don't know if that's what's happening, but I hope something brings it to a conclusion soon. Um, so that we can move on. But also it seems like based on what you just said, right, there's a theme of things that should continue as a conversation that should inform the superintendent mm-hmm. search and all of our other budget plans and all of our other things. So it's, it's also like, I wonder how do we manage this conversation ongoing over time and have less boiling points for, for fundamental issues. Right. Well, great segue, I think. Yes, I did. <laughs> Speaking um, of difficult conversations, yes. although this actually isn't really in parallel, we should be careful that this is not the same thing as mediating a contract. However, Sam, you, you know a lot about it. Yeah, yeah. Community Conversations, the city's new uh, Community Conversations in- initiative to promote civic dialogue uh, coming to Melrose as a part of the city's Year of Health and Wellness run out of the mayor's office in partnership with a consulting group called Essential Partners. Um, and Sam, I know that you are very familiar with them, so you should tell us more um, about them. Yeah. Rather than me um, just reading this. <laughs> I mean, I'm so familiar I, with it because of what you've told me also. It sounds like a great program. Um, it is. And we, we through Melrose Together, found the Essential Partners happenstance when Googling um, <laughs> Uh, civil discourse in the community, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and it's a Cambridge-based nonprofit that does they they train facilitators to have these difficult conversations as a community, and it can be based on things around affordable housing or um, civil rights issues. Um, 
racial justice in the community and 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 also lighter topics like public parks and, and art and so on. Um, and so way back when, just for some, and again, I had nothing to do with the, this particular initiative at the city. Um, but one thing we did move on uh, investigating was this Melrose Talks Together, where we did the podcast. That's how the podcast yeah. was born was mm-hmm. out of this. So I'm going to put the link up. Um, but we did record um, the some conversations with the um, co-executive director of this particular company. So they talk about how this process works, which I think is um, important to share again. So the website, I'm going to put up the website, um, melrosetogether.com slash Melrose Talks um, for some background on how the process works. But the city has invested in running this initiative uh, for um, in Melrose. They're going to train 20 community members to become facilitators and how to con- facilitate construct- constructive conversations and then host a series of public dialogue on these issues that concern the community. So I'm excited for that to happen. Um, I, I, there are some things that we could have used open or more open public dialogue on, um, that, yeah. But, but this is a request to have people volunteer to become those facilitators, right? So this is open to the public if they want to be considered then there's an application process or there's some kind of a process, a, a letter of intent, maybe. Yep. Um, then, yep. I think some of on the mayor, on the, uh, on the news announcement um, from the mayor's office. And it's on the, it's, it's in the link that you just put in. Um, it talks about city employees and volunteers. So it sounds like there's, it's like part application process and part curated. Cause I know that they must want to have some, um, city uh city employees in, in various departments mm-hmm. or, or or you know in um in uh various leadership positions to be able to to do this too if you're running a department or whatever it's an important right. skill to have so i imagine it's like partly curated and partly volunteer community volunteers um I, i'm not going to volunteer because i already belong to a community conversation or community <laughs> <laughs> program <laughs> every tuesday at 8 30. Yes. <laughs> but i think i think the biggest part of this is just knowing that there is an appetite to have these conversations yeah. and that we're open to having hard talks together that mm-hmm. part that we're that's what's exciting to me so just quickly for you sam since you did a couple of these um What's your experience? Like, how do you feel people viewed the opportunity to have those conversations? What was the overall feeling you thought from the folks who participated? Well, from what I, we didn't actually go through one, but from what I gathered from their, the experience that this uh, essential partners had was that, you know, people who are are just curious and they come to the table because they want to just learn more and have an opinion on something, but they want to just, they, they're already coming into with an open dialogues frame of mind yeah i um, meant you me helping coordinate open conversations that's all like oh. just, just the experience of doing that how do people feel having that opportunity that's i don't know all. i'm gonna we're gonna find out <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna find uh, out it's good it's 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 gonna be great i'm i'm interested to see how this plays out um all right we have one more quick thing to to uh to talk about and then we got to move on to our guest julie so um, real quickly, there's been a lot of uh, information and work coming out of the, the city 
um, the mayor's office and, and also this particular one, Melrose Health and Wellness Coalition and Melrose Health and Human Services Department are offering free virtual courses around managing family stress and understanding teen depression. So there's a series of things coming up I believe in January and I believe into February. The first two um, are tomorrow, they're, it's a, a, bit, a little bit of a strange time. They're from noon to one. So I guess lunch, I guess lunchtime is that's fine. Um, tomorrow from noon to one, addressing family stress. And then next week, January 18th, also from noon to one, understanding teen depression. Um, we're throwing those links in the, in the chat, you just register um, for these Zoom webinars so you can access them from home. So um, really appreciate this kind of ongoing commitment to um, mental health and wellness that we're seeing coming out of the, the city. I, I think it's it's great. They've the the programs that they've run in the past about um, you know uh, mental health first responders and then the Parks and Rec. Uh, our friend Frank Oliveri is is doing mindfulness. There's some really great. Yeah, really, really um, high quality, really great work coming out. And I'm glad that we're all paying attention to this together. Agreed. All right, yeah. let's pay attention to Julie Nolan. Let's do that. Let's do that. Ah. <laughs> hey, Julie. Hey, guys. Welcome. Oh, happy new Welcome year. Back. Happy, happy new year. year. Too. Happy new yes, year. This was a great show. Honestly, I, I, I really enjoy it. It's, I learn a lot. I really do. Nice. Um, Thank you. I'm going to share some things with you, but I also wanted to just, just quickly make a comment on what you were talking about with, um, you know, mediation and the school committee and the teachers and all that. Um, just that my life, as you guys know, was primarily in the special needs world. Mm -hmm. And when we, I rolled into that, you know, someone told me like, it's a fool's game if you think you're gonna get everything on your IEP. Like, it's not gonna happen. Like, it's kind of like going to Nordstrom's, you know, and getting your IEP and then you go to Target and you get something like it. And I'm not knocking the school system, I'm just saying like, there were times when we had to supplement. Sure. So we got the basics we got the aid or whatever it was, but there were things that it was like, okay, not gonna ask for the world, gonna get you know, a writing specialist. So it makes me so sad because I feel like we were doing more than what was really necessarily needed, but now it seems like even the basics are getting done. And that's, you know, each day, that's not good. So hopefully, like you said, this will, speed up and and get everybody will get back on track because it's it's important mm -hmm. you know yeah. very important yeah but anyway you. enough thank of that seriousness this is not how we normally know you local <laughs> local talent local oh, she's comedian full range. She's full range. <laughs> yeah i like i laughed i cried yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> friend, of, friend of ltmm big friend yes. and yes. member of mmtv mm -hmm. julie nolan thank you so much there we are so happy new year like i said before so great um i don't think i've been on your show I think the last time I was on was last February. Believe it we or were not. on your show this summer. Yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's, what right. yeah. that's what happened. Hell, that's what happened. <laughs> um, but anyway, I know there's other things going on in Melrose, but I'm excited that this Friday at the Knights of Columbus, which you were talking about earlier, which is like an amazing new venue 
for everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. is it Wednesday well, night? New, but not Thursday new, night? right? <laughs> well, exactly. It's an old or like, where with... have you been all of our lives? New. Exactly. It's like new visions yeah. from an old, with an old building, yeah. right? Um, but anyway, so uh, I work with David Galini, who I met at MMTV. And he is a knight at the Knights of Columbus. And when I had written this play and I had entered it into a contest, but I didn't get chosen, I was a little sad, let's be honest. So I'm down at MMTV a little bit. And, uh, and David said, why don't we make it into a film? Why don't we make it into a 10 minute film? So because it's just so interesting, the different pieces of puzzles, because I didn't know that the Knights of Columbus had a free movie night, but David did because he's a knight. And he's like, I don't want us to put this on YouTube or put it. I want to like protect it. I want to bring it to like the Brad, whatever, Brad, Bradford Theater. I'm not saying it right. Brattle? Anyway, Bra Brattle. Brattle Theater. Brattle. We went to um, the Cambridge Corner. No, I'm saying that wrong too. College. Cool. Thank you. Oh, we got you. We got Wait you. Did I? Did I not sleep last night? The, <laughs> the carrot. No, the cabbit. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The carrot. The carrot theater. Um, but anyway, all that to say that um, we're super excited to um, have it on the big screen, and um, and so yeah, so it's in conjunction, like I like I'd mentioned before. Um, so it's it's the 1978 original version of Superman. And it's a family night, so you know all ages come in. Like I, you know, kids will have sleeping bags, what have you. There's pizza, popcorn, you know, soda, and and adult beverages, mm -hmm. of course. Um, but anyway, but we've been working on this for a long time. So this is one of those things where it's like, oh my god, I think I started writing it in 2020, in like. Uh -huh deep into 2020 because it, it, it is, don't wanna to give too much away, but it yeah. is um, about the pandemic. Okay. And it's called New Me, which is sort of my journey into trying to realize what's happening, but it is a future me coming to me. So the future me comes to me in January of 2020 and says, you need to listen to me. You need to listen to me. Like, knock it off like I'm being serious and the usual Julie Nolan is never serious so there's kind of that dichotomy of like the sort of adult version of me and then the younger version of me and blah 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 um so, so are you it, playing both parts like the Olsen twins what's happening how what's the logistics here I want to understand well, what's, happening. <laughs> what's interesting is when I wrote it as a play the future me was just going to be a light a very strong light coming down and speaking um and then moving you know, like, like, like if, if that light wasn't getting my attention, it would move and be like, Hey, wake up. And once we moved into it being a film, David Galini said, let's use some CGI. So nice. the future me is kind of spooky. It's got kind of a, it, it's sort of non-denominational. It's not like an angel or anything, but it's, it's got, um, it, it it hopefully will keep your attention. I hope. I don't know. Wow, I didn't know we were doing CGI down there. <laughs> oh yeah, we're we're going we're going a little bananas. But anyway, so that that is um Friday night, and we're gonna see how people react, and then we're gonna continue to other theaters. Um and David is writing himself, he's writing short films. Um, so I'm going to help him with that. I'm also 
writing, believe it or not, a full full play, a full play. I'm working with a coach. And up until now, I thought only 10 minute plays or films was all I could maybe do. I didn't even know if I could do that to begin with, if you know what I mean. Like I just kind of made it up and then I gave it to my acting coach and she said, what do you want to do with this? Like, I don't even know what it is. And she said, well, it actually times out to be a 10 minute film or play. So I was going to do this second one that I was writing in a 10 minute. And she said, no, just keep going. So, um, and it's been a lot of fun. I don't want to give too much away once again, but let's just say it might have something to do with a lot of the people in England. Oh, <laughs> oh little parody going on there. Oh, no, um, yeah, I think we say Melrose or this show. This, show. Oh, this, show. this is a this is a play waiting to be written, Julie. Yeah. It's right yeah. in front of you. This that is, is right from right parody here. right yeah. here. And maybe, parody maybe musical. Parody. This <laughs> is a drama. This is a uh, we we're, we've followed the entire. Uh, Arc of uh, transformation. It's a very long wall. and we. Yeah, have- well, it does elude the common genre stereotypes. I would. No, admit. it's great. It's like uh, we, are the, we are the entire human we, condition. The four of us. We can do special effects too. Last week we had two Tom Catalinis on the show. That's very cool. It's very cool. Um, but yeah, so this is just like I said before, like this is just my midlife crisis continuing on. Um, but I, I do want to say that I am going back to the rising Eagle upstairs Whoa. this time. Whoa. Upstairs. Next le- hey, upstairs. guess what? That's literally next level. If you need Comedy an opening show? act, Julie, I think, so I think Tom's ready to go. Tom Cat is auditioning to be your opening act. I would love oh, that. Oh, is it that, so o- is it that obvious? <laughs> you, you have no idea how much I would love that. Um, yes, I'm in comedy. Um, in, in, because in, I will make you, I guarantee I will make you look good. That's <laughs> <laughs> the opening act. Like, you're well, all, I, I'll clear the way. Might clear the room, you. but it'll clear <laughs> the way. If you could clear the way and not the room, right. that would be helpful. Oh, my God. Is this going to be a comedy show? This is the show right here. I'm going to tell you this is. I'm going to tell you right now. This is brilliant because as as uh, brilliant as you were on level one, it needs more attention. You need more attention. There's too many distractions in that. One hundred percent. Like you know, if you come to watch the Bruins game and have you know some chowder, and you're like, oh, I didn't realize there was going to comedian here. That's a little that that's a tough sell. For me, I'm like, hold yes. on, you know, like, excuse me. Um, but yeah, we're going to yeah, do the opposite. It. I'd be there like for the comedian and I'd be like, there's this chowder and Bruins. Getting in in fairness, <laughs> place was packed with Julie Nolan fans. I yes. was there. Yeah. It was packed. But it's just still there's people walking lot, around yeah. and serving food. And it's just it's, even though it was yeah. actually full of fans, it's a tough room. It she did great. Sure. I'm so glad Thank you're you. moving up. I'm Yay. so glad you're moving upstairs. Too. I am too. Right, well, let us know when and, and we'll put it in. The, it's March 16th. It's going to okay. it's the night before St. Patrick's Day. Perfect. Ooh. And what's great. great is they let me pick the night. And they told me we could do the upstairs. And they said, we're, you know, we'll let the people come in, get their appetizers, their drinks. They're going to get all their snacks. And then they're going to sit almost like a classroom. Like now everybody's just going to sit yeah. and pay attention. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> just for the comedian. 
And and if you can squeeze in six minutes for Tom to do his set, that'd be it'd be perfect, right? It would be fantastic, and it's such a win-win for both of us. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Five minutes. One like- of us will win. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be me. One of us is going to have a great time. You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. You you you're very you're all very funny, by the way. You could all do it. Um, it's just the it's like eighty percent. I always say eighty-five to ninety percent is just walking up to the microphone. And once you get there, you're like, well, what am I going to do now? Maybe, <laughs> you know maybe I mean? we all I got to roll it. into this. I, I can maybe think of a couple an things. Ensemble, uh, maybe there's an, an ensemble, ensemble opening act. act. Oh LTMM, God. live from uh, the I second floor. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This but is I so will ex- gladly help promote it on the yeah. Creative Alliance. This is, uh, absolutely. This is so exciting. Yeah. I love your oh. Oh, your Tom. personal font of creativity, oh, Julie, is impressive. I love that there yeah. keeps being incubation incubation spaces. And yeah. I mean, yeah. the central home is the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. Uh, maybe you sing, play music, and now we're doing uh, films. It's fantastic. Yep. Before we let you go, I have to ask. So Christopher Reeve, Gene Hackman, 1978 Superman. Does it hold up all these years later? Okay. Yeah. Here is my sort of dual answer on that. We're so used to the CGI that we have now, which won't be in my little film because we were on a shoestring budget. But um, that's the thing that stands out a little bit that you're like, of course it's 1978 because look at the way they're trying to (laughs) have him fly. And you know what I'm saying? But the dialogue and the banter and the whole heart of the movie is timeless. Okay, see, that works. I was the old Star Trek fan where they're... They're, go- you know, they're just they was there really were no special effects in that, yeah. but it was great storytelling and character exactly. development. Yeah. Exactly. Um, right. And uh, yeah, and that's the thing that's interesting because with the new play that I'm writing, I questioned making it a musical, but the more I thought about it, a I don't know how to do that. Let's just be honest. I have no idea how to do that. I would have to find someone to write music. I, I don't know what I'm doing, but but then I thought no because that's going to drown out the words. So certain movies, you don't want to drown out the word. You that dialogue is telling the story. It's bringing you where you need to go. So you have to be careful to not over, you know, salt a, a certain yeah. scene or whatever. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, which I stole from my acting coach. That's not my line, but you know. I was good. What do you know? <laughs> I wouldn't believe you if you hadn't done anything. So. <laughs> we were riveted. We were right there yes. with you. <laughs> well, listen, this was so awesome. I'd yeah, love to see you. you Friday night. I'd love to see you Thursday night in March. And um, I don't know, I'll bug you again. Yes. Good. All right. I'm so happy All to right. have you. You're a true inspiration. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we got we gotta we gotta shorten the cycle of Julie Nolan visits to yeah, this show. Exactly. Yeah, That's all yeah. I'm saying. Exactly. Right? Keep, keep on. Keep I mean, I'm right here, back. people. All right. <laughs> Good night. Thank you. Thanks, Julie. Bye, Good night. Thank Bye. you. Wow, oh my goodness, amazing. she's great. I was she fun to have her great. on. Look at the energy just went up in the whole show. Right, like, no kidding. I was going to say, jeez. She is great. She and now we're back to us. Oh, well, okay, yeah. here we go. <laughs> the show's not over, everybody. Don't turn, that yeah, don't turn it off yet. Fabulous, fabulous uh, local talent. Um, and I will say uh, there are lots of local artists around making yeah. Melrose famous, bringing Melrose to life and making Melrose famous also. So quick shout out to Melrose writer Jane Roper. Her upcoming novel called The Society of Shame yep. is featured in the Washington Post's Books to Read in 2023. Yes. So her book has already wow. been reviewed. Yeah, you can pre-order it 
um, in the lab that we're putting up. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, it's not even out yet. And it's what we need to be reading in 2023, according to the I, post. I know Jane, and this is a fantastic book. And she's going to, she's written other books, uh, novels, yeah. and also memoirs. Uh, she's a fantastic writer. So I'm looking forward to this coming out. Comes wow. out April 4th. Awesome. Wow, well, nice. let's so get Jane, Jane on the show, too. We need yeah. to get Jane on the show. Yeah, great. And then I think, uh, Tomcat, you flagged us on this next item, right? Yeah, the so, yeah, and then I added a second one on the local artist. Oh, section. yes, so, true, true. Uh, so, but, uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I don't know what I was doing, scrolling the Facebook, and uh, somebody had posted, I think, on the Melrose community page that there's a localish band, uh, the Chelsea Curve, shot a music video at Ernie's Lunch. So it's kind of cool to see yeah. a look so we can share the link a uh, local band. First of all, I didn't know people still did music videos, but there you have right. it. Yeah. And uh, they're driving around. I think it might be Melrose. But Melrose. Yeah, yeah, you see yeah, them come through, through the little tunnel. Oh, they, right. they came through the Arch Bridge yeah. um, on Melrose Street. And then also like Main Street, there's a couple of shots of Main yes. Street or uh, Foster or whatever. Anyway. And uh, and uh, and a lot of scenes inside of uh, Ernie's Lunch. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, and a surprise gorilla. I'm not going to say where and how, yeah. but there's a, it's, yeah. a, it's a very interesting video. Gorilla? There's a guy in a gorilla suit. Guy in a gorilla suit. Right, Sam, yeah. don't you click lunch. these links I'm sending you? Come on. <laughs> see, <laughs> see she, I... did not, she did not click it, and I, and I envy her because I did click it. There's <laughs> <laughs> three minutes follow... you'll never get back. Yeah. As usual, I have to follow Sam and what I she was, does. I was fascinated. <laughs> And um, future oh, love the video. Wait, Elaine Foley. Uh, yeah. Future famous artists in our in yes. Our yes. So there's well a, a Melrose based artist uh, doing a show right now in Wakefield. So Annalise Catalini has wow. some art on view at the Blake Gallery in the Lucius Beebe Memorial Library in Wakefield for the month of January. Nice. So it's cool. She did uh, a lot there's of a picture painting. Of that? Is this? Um, yeah, I think there is a picture up there. Her work is really cool. Yeah, it's it's really. Is it for sale? Is she selling? No. It? So that's part of the deal. I mean, it's it, okay. not at the library, so you can't put prices on it and you can't offer it for sale. But uh, you know, give me a call after the show. We'll make a deal. Her stuff is really good. Yeah, I was so, so uh, Is there a picture? Meaning, do we have a photograph to show people? That's yeah. So yeah. here's here's uh, some of the artwork on the wall. So this is a little gallery on the first floor of the library, and there are some uh, a series of pieces there. Each one is inspired by a specific uh, music album. So oh, cool. um, I think that one on the left is uh, The Strokes, The New Abnormal. So if you have that album, you would recognize maybe yeah, some of the cool. color palette shapes. So it's original artwork sort of inspired by her love of music and oh, all this. the painting she's been doing. So that's the series that's on display. She's got a whole bunch of other nice. stuff she's been working on and uh and she has three on display soon. at the uh there's a, there's uh there's three more on the opposite oh, okay. wall so when you good. go in there's, there's really great so. yeah, yeah really they're great. gorgeous yeah really she's gorgeous. talented she's um, so talented. i did start to follow her um after her uh, handle on instagram it was so easy to remember yes. <laughs> yeah annalise annalise fine arts right yes <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> we can <laughs> we can post that link I did you, have to, you have to you have to when you see it you'll know yeah it stands so for we're gonna have to get, fine arts we're gonna get we're gonna have to get her work shown um in other places around uh melrose and one of those uh new opportunities is one of the new um pop-up shops that called paper and clay now open yep. in melrose it's over in cedar park where um 
uh, oh my gosh, what was the crystal shop name? Um, I'm forgetting already, but near music, near um, the music shop and uh, Yara Chocolates over there in Cedar yeah. Park on Emerson and near the pizza place. So paper and clay, um, local artisan market. Um, also this Friday, um, there's too many fun things happening at the same time. Um, this is a really great uh, concert. The Opening Doors Project um, is presenting Pamela Mean's free concert at the UU, Ch UU Church. Um, Opening Doors um, is a new small nonprofit in Melrose with a mission to amplify voices of color and advance conversations about race through the arts. So um, a concert by um, biracial artist Pamela Means. It's free. And then a conversation afterwards hosted by Melrose, um, Melrose musician Alastair Mook. So that should be good. Awesome. There's a registration link. Um, Tom Champ. Hey, us. yeah. So MLK Day is coming up next Monday. And um, it's the MLK Day of Service. And there are volunteers. I think there's still a call for volunteers. But there are volunteers yeah. in the community from available from 10 a.m. to noon uh, that day. And then there's also going to be attending at 7 p.m. Uh, community program at the First Congregational Church, 7 p.m. next Monday, the 16th, I believe that is. Yep. Right? Some, I, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, and some of the, I just clicked on the link for, there's a sign-up genius that I posted. Mm -hmm. You can do things like invasive plant removal and trash pickup at the Fells. Yep. Yep. Um, make valentines for veterans, grocery shopping for the Pantry of Hope clothing donations, fresh produce donations, um, and so on and so on. Campaign buttons for first responders. There's lots, just lots of things. To lots do. of different activities. Yeah. They're always, they're mm -hmm. always great and all over town too. So kind yep. of the closest right. to where you live, if you right. want to kind of walk or walk around, but. Did you mention um, cards for uh, staff hospital, and, and patients at the hospital? Yeah, that's right. We do. It's what we usually pick. Uh, what we've picked in yeah. the past is, um, and have made the front page of the paper um, at the temple. Yes, go to the temple and make some get well cards for hospital patients. When you made the front page, did it say LTMM's own Sam Hammer? Or it was pre no. B B L. Before times, right? Before this is season time. five. It has been a long run. Yeah, so no kidding. Of, uh, LTMM. No kidding. That's I, the... can, I barely remember before the times, but no right. kidding. All right. So if you want to find out and continue to find out about uh, Julie's events that are going to be coming up, because we'll we'll add those and the events that we've that we've already talked about and um, new things that are coming up in January and February and beyond, check out the website for the Melrose Creative Alliance. You can either go to the site and just look at kind of what's what's uh, coming up. There's a calendar there and some resources for artists, or there's a, a newsletter sign up so you can have stuff delivered straight to your to your inbox. Um, this is an all-volunteer um, effort. We've been working on uh, with volunteer power for the last year. Um, if everyone loves this and you think it's a valuable service, we do need a little bit of help to keep it going. So there's also a donate button. Um, any small contribution will help get us through the next couple months to be able to con to be able to continue to to uh, to run the site and and run the email list. So appreciate anybody who can who can contribute mm. great awesome there we are all right wow another, another great show well <laughs> done well done by us 
<laughs> Congratulations, everybody. Uh, yeah, good job. And our support again uh, to our to our Melrose, to our teachers, um, and everybody in the community that's that's trying to move this forward and and uh, and get this get this resolved for right. for our teachers, for our students, for the community. Um, we, For the kids. All, we appreciate all the work everyone's doing. Yeah, we got to settle some things down and build a foundation uh, mm -hmm. for going forward. And I think we talked last week that this year is an election year, right? So mm -hmm. there's probably Coming at up, least yeah. half the school school committee uh, members uh, mm -hmm. up for re-election. So hopefully um, we can continue to attract people, you know, ready, willing, and able to, to contribute at that level. Right. Mm -hmm. Hope you're right. Okay. Tough job. Yep. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, there's a sales pitch for you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the applications are flooding in now. <laughs> totally. Well, I'm going down to pile my papers. All right. Oh, All right. With that, we will uh, see you around town. Oh.